The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Dose of Leadership Podcast, episode 282. Welcome to another episode of the Dose of Leadership Podcast, the show that brings you inspiring and educational interviews with today's most relevant and motivating leaders. Each episode is dedicated to highlight real-life leadership and influence experts who dedicate their lives to the pursuit of the truth, common sense, and courageous leadership. And now, here's your host, Richard Ryerson. Hey, welcome to the show, episode 282. Solo episode today. I'm going to talk about employee engagement, something that's really been um, at the top of my priority list for the past couple of years. It's been one of my pet peeves or passions, whichever way you want to look at it. This whole idea of engagement uh, really is at the cornerstone, I think, of uh, driving significance in an organization, but also in your life, too, because we're trying to get people engaged around us. I mean, leadership is all about influence, right? And influence means adding value to everyone and everything. Every transaction that you come across in every situation every day is an opportunity for leadership development and growth. And so even though I'm going to talk about in employee engagement, you can also apply this to your family, right? Because we're always trying to get people engaged and and drive towards a, a higher goal. I mean, it's a, at the goal of leadership is to always remind everybody how things can be, right? It's always setting that, that um, kind of vision. I know that word gets bandied around a lot, but this vision of how things can be, reminding people this is how it can be. You know, that's one of the primary differences between leadership and management, right? Managers are always looking to cut costs or looking to efficiencies. But leaders are reminding people of where it can possibly be. It's always about hope and possibility. And that's why I'm so passionate about leadership. And when you look at engagement, I've worked in a lot of places, and some places have been so mired and buried in mediocrity, and it just drives me crazy. And if you look at even Gallup, uh, tracks this metric on a daily basis. And as, as of this morning, they track the U.S. level of employee engagement. And it's low. It's less than 30% as of this morning. And it's amazing. It's a travesty, really, when you think about that 70% of our workforce are disengaged. You know, and the vast majority of that 70% probably aren't doing direct harm to the company, but they're certainly not helping it, right? They're like dead weight. And if you look around where you work even today, I mean, you may even be disengaged. I know I've been disengaged at a workplace. I was there just to collect a paycheck and it was a, a good paycheck, had the good benefits. But man, it was just painful to be there because it was so mediocre. And so if the vast majority of our workforce is disengaged, what could happen if we could flip that around? What if we could move the needle the other way? I mean, think of what if we could just move it to half? I mean, an organization would just, it would be on a rocket ship ride. You know, how do you get people engaged? 
It's interesting when you look at engagement, and and um, I intuitively or instinctively got this from the Marine Corps side of the house, where it was this focus of intent, right? When things are working well, when everything's firing in all cylinders, and the leadership is good, and the mission is understood, and everything is working well, you get an engaged workforce. It's because the senior leadership focused on the intent of what they wanted to accomplish and why, and the, and the lower levels or the people on the front line with eyes and opportunities, eyes on the enemy, felt engaged because they knew what we were trying to accomplish. And so they were empowered to really make decisions in, uh, in the absence of direction. And so it really was a culture when it works well of one where you're asking for forgiveness instead of permission. And to me, I think that's the ideal that any organization should be striving for. And when you look at engagement, and I look at my experience in the Marine Corps, the positive experiences that I had, and you look at um, how can an, an uh, organization get their people more engaged, there are really three main drivers. And the drivers are engagement. The number one is consistent, authentic, and transparent communication from the senior leadership. That is the number one driver of engagement. Think about that. When an organization understands where they're going and why, the engagement level goes up automatically. And that makes sense, right? When you can wrap your arms around what you're trying to accomplish, you feel like you're part of something bigger than yourself. It's not just a job. It's not just punching the clock and collecting the paycheck. So I think that is the number one priority of in anybody in senior leadership. It's not about the tactics. It's not about you know the techniques of the business, whatever they're trying to make or produce or give to the consumer. The number one priority, no matter what business they're in, is to remind the folks of what we're trying to accomplish and why. That is the number one priority. As a leader in an organization, it is physically impossible to over-communicate that step. It is just physically impossible to communicate what we're trying to accomplish and why. I have a couple of good friends who are um, CEOs here in the local area. And we talked about this. And they spent a long time on mission, visions, and values. And instead of, you know, they spent a long time on it and they printed out on an eight and a half, 11 piece of paper and put a frame around it. But one of them is very proactive and I'm very proud of him for doing what he does because he looks at those mission, vision, values in every decision. I don't care what it is, how small it is, how large it is, is always benchmarked against those mission, vision, and values. It's constantly reminding people of where we are, of who we are, and where we're going and why. And that really is, is the key. And if you look at some of these large, particularly large organizations, and some of these CEOs who get this, they focus on three, no more, three to five objectives or directives that they want to accomplish in the year. The mission, vision, and values, this is where we're going and why. And everything is a benchmark or a litmus test against that. And I think that is so powerful. So remember, the number one driver of employee engagement is when the senior leadership communicates in an authentic and transparent way where we're going and why. Very powerful. You cannot over-communicate that. In your family life, think about that. If you're the head of the household or you're the parents of the household, reminding, setting that vision of where you want to take this family. You can do the same thing. This is where we're going. This is why we're trying to accomplish what we do. And then every situation that crops up, 
crisis, opportunity, whatever the case may be, you can measure it against that benchmark. And then you empower your kids along the way. This is what we're trying to accomplish and why, kids. This is, this is the bigger picture, what we're trying to accomplish. And when you set them on the path and they can hopefully make the right decisions in your absence, right? Asking for forgiveness instead of permission. I don't know. That's how I like to look at it. The number two driver of engagement is that the stakeholders in the organization, and I don't like to call them employees, I like to call them stakeholders. If the stakeholders in the organization know where the ship is heading and why it's heading in that direction, and then you, as the leader in the organization, can show them how their role feeds into that, they're automatically going to be engaged. So the second driver is tied into the first. If the senior leadership is saying, this is where we're going and why, And the second step is making sure the key stakeholders in the organization know how their role feeds that, right? Feeds that mission, feeds those values, feeds the big why of what we're trying to accomplish. Then they automatically feel engaged. I've talked about this before on the show. That if I'm the senior leadership and I bring that person in and I say, I want this person, I want Sally to accomplish this specific task. Well, I will give her that task in addition, but I will take the 30,000, you know, instead of being down there at 500 feet with her or it's at ground level, I'm going to go up to 30,000 feet and show her the big picture, right? Sally, this is what we're trying to accomplish. This is the bigger scheme of things. And look, and this is where you fit in. Here's your, here's the part where you fit in this grand scheme of things. That is so powerful. Now she knows how she feeds that mission, that vision, that values, and you've empowered her in the you know defined sandbox of where she's to play or where she's allowed to go. And she feels empowered in that, that section. But she knows the bigger vision, the bigger thing that we're trying to accomplish. So again, number one, senior leadership communicating where we're going and why. Number two, the stakeholders in the organization know how their roles feed into that. Very powerful. The third driver of engagement. The third driver is consistent, authentic recognition of the high performers. Common sense, right? But we don't do it. And when we do do it, we take a half-assed attempt and maybe give them a a gift certificate to Applebee's or something, right? Consistent recognition of the high performers. So powerful. The people that are emulating the brand, the people that are doing everything right, that are knocking it out of the park, recognize them consistently authentically in a meaningful way and in a broad way in a loud way celebrate them you cannot do it enough and again it's not tchotchkes and it's not gift certificates it's meaningful some of the most meaningful recognition i've got have been handwritten letters from the ceo thanks for this good job for that or standing me up in in the, in front of everybody and saying without his support we couldn't have done that that stuff that people remember for a lifetime right I don't know why we feel like we can't recognize people. I don't know if it's our own insecurities or whatever the case may be, or we just don't thinking about it. But that should be a top priority. Again, how can you translate to your family? That's obvious, right? Celebrate the high performers in the family. I mean, celebrate your kids. Celebrate your spouse. Celebrate the high performance in any, any type of situation. I like to equate both, right? In the business world and in the family life as well. So those are the three drivers. Think about that. If we, if we know that, if we know those are the three biggest drivers that moves the needle more than anything else, that empowers us 
to take steps, to take action, to take intentionally do something where we can move that needle. And to me, those are so such common sense, right? Consistent, authentic, transparent communication from the top of where we're going and why. Reminding the folks of how they fit into the grand scheme of things and how their role is important. That means not just showing them what they're trying to do, telling them what to do. It's taking them, you know, opening their their situation awareness, their picture, that 30,000 foot level and showing them how they can feed into it. And then the third thing is celebrate those high performers. Celebrate them. And too often we want to kind of punish the people who aren't doing well. Well, I try to flip it on its head. Celebrate the high performers. And by osmosis, you'll see by this is this is what I reward. This is what I love. And celebrate it in an authentic and, and loving way. Again, not little goofy chachis or little even plaques. I think the more authentic, the more meaningful, the more heartfelt it can be, the better. Those are the three drivers. Why don't we do it enough? I don't know. We get caught up in our office and our own insecurities and our own, uh, I don't know, lack of confidence or whatever the case may be. But if those, as a leader, if you focus on those three things, you'll start to see the engagement needle move. It has to move. You know, without exception, at the foundation of every successful business, every successful family are engaged employees, engaged family members. When, when you're engaged, you're aligned, right? There's alignment. There's clarity. You're recognized in the moment when they achieve, you know, milestones and objectives. Engaged employees work harder. They're more productive. They're more safe. They're more profitable. And most importantly, as an, an individual, they feel like they matter. And that's what everybody wants, right? As leaders, as people, as human beings on this planet, we all want to know that the time that we spent on this earth, that we mattered. And if you can remember that, everybody that you are engaged with and in touch with, see yourself in that role. Exercise that emotional quotient muscle and put yourself in their position and realize that they want to feel successful. They want to feel important. Employee happiness, employee success, employee significance, and business success and significance are linked together. You cannot have one without the other. It's impossible. But most of us lack this kind of intentionality, this formalized, this structured, this transparency that will continually drive employee recognition, that will drive engagement in a dynamic and fluid environment. Look, we don't have any choice, right? The world is chaotic and competitive enough, and it's only getting more so. And our folks are going to leave if they have more choices the way it is. And so if they're not engaged in your business, they're going to leave, particularly the A players. They're going to leave. And so you've got to create an environment where they feel part of something bigger than themselves. And it doesn't matter what your business is. I mean, if you're, you know, importing plastic bird feeders from China, that may not seem like a significant or, or type of mission that you can put your arms around. But you got to remove yourself from the product and put yourself in front of the people and realize that your company, maybe it's 300, 400 employees. And yeah, you're importing plastic bird feeders, but you got 300 to 400 lives on the line that are dependent upon you doing everything the most correct, efficient, and profitable way. And so you've got to celebrate the high performers, communicate in an authentic and transparent way, make sure everybody knows how their roles feed and fit, feed into the mission, and you'll start driving that engagement. 
I hope you're getting some value out of this. This is something I'm extremely passionate about. Let me know what you think about this topic. Send me an email at richard at doseofleadership.com or you can go to the contact page at doseofleadership.com. Let me hear where you're at in your leadership journey. If you haven't had done so already, please subscribe to this show. Put it on your uh, iPhone or your Android device. Stitcher's a good place to go to if you don't have iTunes. But if you got an Apple device, iTunes is good. Leave a rating and review. It does so much for the visibility of the show. If you want to learn more about my coaching, my speaking, my masterminding, you can go to richardryerson.com. And you can also check out my new, orga- new organization, Verum Communications, where I talk what we talk about here today about employee engagement, where I do internal on-demand audio shows as part of a package to drive effective communications, allows a CEO or an organization to communicate with all of their folks on a customized mobile branded app. And we basically do an internal podcast for their organization, all in the effort to drive employee engagement. Thanks for tuning into the show. Thanks for being a fan of this show. Without you, this wouldn't be possible. And without all the support that I hear from all of you, um, I wouldn't have the fuel to keep going on. You're the reason why I keep doing the show. Hearing from you and hearing your success stories in your leadership journey is what it's all about for me. So reach out to me and let me know where you're at. All right. Thanks for tuning into the show. And we'll see you next time with another brand new interview on Dose of Leadership. Make it a great one. Richard invites you to become a part of the Dose of Leadership community. Visit doseofleadership.com and sign up to receive his free Common Sense Leadership ebook, a guide that highlights how all of us can learn to become calm, confident, consistent, and courageous in all aspects of our lives. Richard is also available as a speaker for your next event. Richard specializes in practical leadership and change management. He has a philosophy of inspiring everyone to think and act like a leader, which is based on timeless natural principles and common sense. You can get more info by visiting doseofleadership.com.